Listen to one of this year's top true crime podcasts. Unknown Subject, Season 3 of WTOP's American Nightmare podcast is out now on all podcast platforms. It'll feel like we're 20 to 25 degrees. Dry with sunshine, but on cold alert. I'm 7 News Chief Meteorologist Veronica Johnson in the First Alert Weather Center. Tonight at Tyson's, it's 17 degrees, sometimes feeling like single digits with the wind. You're listening to WTOP. Washington's news, traffic, and weather station. WTOP News. Facts matter. Good evening. I'm Dimitri Sotis. Coming up, snow long gone from the forecast. We're still stuck with bitterly cold temperatures and icy spots on the road. Stay with us here, your first alert weather station for the latest. We've got a long list of school delays. Several school systems are staying closed. The federal government is open in the morning. Federal workers returning to work. In the Virginia General Assembly's new session, the first partisan showdown is about the minimum wage. I'm Nick Ainelli. Maryland's governor shifts gears on planned transportation cuts for this year. I'm Kate Ryan. The commander's new GM introduced and the caps blank the ducks. Midnight. This is CBS News on the Hour, sponsored by Progressive Insurance. I'm Christopher Cruz. The Arctic air that's blanketed large parts of the country and kept you under the blankets could soon cost you at the checkout, says KFMB-TV reporter Abby Black. Big rigs that jackknife on freeways in Idaho and iced over planes at airport terminals. I think that any sort of disruptions to the shipment of, of goods is just going to be temporary. University of San Diego economics professor Alan Jin says long-term consumers should expect to pay more for meat at their grocery store. There, there is a worry about the food prices. I, I read that the slaughter rate is down considerably. Commodity experts say if cattle are not eating as much in the storm, they're not ready for market, which tightens the supply and drives up the price of beef in the grocery store. Goodbye, Iowa, for now. The campaign for the Republican presidential nomination has moved to New Hampshire, which holds its primary next Tuesday. See CBS News Director of Elections and Surveys Anthony Salvanto says the candidates will encounter a different kind of voter there. You're going to find more moderate Republicans. You're going to find more college degree holding Republicans. Compared to Iowa, there's a lot fewer voters in New Hampshire who call themselves part of the MAGA movement. It's revealing we're getting our first listen of the 911 call for an ambulance to bring Defense Secretary Lloyd Austin to the hospital. Can the ambulance not show up with lights and sirens? Um, We're trying to Mm-hmm. remain a, a little subtle. Austin was released Monday, two weeks after being hospitalized for treatment of complications from prostate cancer surgery. The man accused in the serial killings of three women on New York's Long Island, Rex Hoyerman, has been indicted now in the death of a fourth woman. CBS News New York reporter Carolyn Gussoff. Investigators say DNA from discarded pizza crust and burner phone evidence tied him to the three other murders. Prosecutors say law enforcement seized hundreds of electronic devices from Huerman's home and business, which revealed disturbing Google searches. Huerman has pleaded not guilty to the murders. Burger King's parent company has decided to have its way, making a major acquisition. Restaurant Brands International Incorporated is buying out its biggest franchisee in the U.S. for about a billion dollars. Carroll's Restaurant Group runs over a thousand Burger Kings in 23 states. It also owns and operates 60 Popeye's restaurants. The brand plans to invest approximately $500 million to remodel about 600 of the newly acquired restaurants in the next five to seven years years. Stacy Lynn, CBS News. Have you been wanting to break free of Apple's control of its iPhone app store? You may soon get your wish. The U.S. Supreme Court is allowing a court order to take effect that could loosen Apple's grip on its app store, a ruling that could cost the company billions a year. This is CBS News. 
Sponsored by Progressive Insurance. Protect your home and auto. Save when you bundle. Get a quote at Progressive.com. That's Progressive.com. It's 12.03 a.m., January 17, 2024. It's 17 degrees. We're under a cold alert, clear and frigid. Lows 10 to 15. Hello and good morning. I'm Rich Hunter. Uh, the top local stories we're following this hour, melting snow paired with sub-freezing temperatures are going to create icy conditions out on the roads this morning. As a result, we do have some delays and closures. Now, the federal government will be open today, but employees do have the option for unscheduled leave or unscheduled telework. Meanwhile, many school systems across our region are changing their plans for today. Uh, D.C. public schools will open two hours late in Virginia Stafford County, Fauquier County, Fredericksburg City Public Schools, Spotsylvania County Public Schools, and Culpeper County Public Schools are all closed. Now opening two hours late, Fairfax County, Loudoun County, Prince William County, Alexandria City, Arlington County, Falls Church City, and Manassas Park City Public Schools are all opening two hours late. In Maryland, Prince George's County, Montgomery County, Frederick County, Charles County, Calvert County, and Baltimore County Public Schools are opening two hours late. Howard County Public Schools are closed today. Meanwhile, Anne Arundel County Public Schools will have virtual learning for students this morning. Anytime we have bad weather, read the full list of closings and delays at WTOP.com. Communities across the region are taking extra precautions against the extreme cold because of the risk to your health. With low temperatures breaching the teens, Montgomery County has issued a cold emergency alert. Health officer Dr. Keisha Davis says there are a variety of health threats from extreme cold, ranging from frostbite to potential strain on the heart from snow shoveling. Even just being out in in the cold, the effect on the lungs, people who have respiratory issues, asthma, COPD, that can also be difficult for them. Dress in layers and keep dry to avoid the risk of hypothermia. Montgomery County is keeping shelters open all day long. D.C. and other communities in Maryland and Virginia are making extra efforts to make sure those experiencing homelessness are not left out in the cold. Dick Iuliano, WTOP News. Should Virginia raise its minimum wage? That's a question state lawmakers are considering, and it's led to the first partisan showdown of the new legislative session. Virginia's minimum wage is $12 an hour right now, but a bill that Democrats are moving through the General Assembly would increase it to $13.50 an hour next year and $15 an hour by 2026. Democratic State Senator Scott Cerville. It's extraordinarily wise to pass this. In fact, we're just actually keeping up with inflation, just barely. The Republican State Senator Mark Obenshane says he's concerned that it would negatively affect small business owners. This is going to have a very real impact on uh, many areas of Virginia. While Democrats do have the votes to pass the bill, its fate would be unclear after that, as Republican Governor Glenn Youngkin would have the power to veto it. Nick Einelli, WTOP News. An injection of money in Maryland back into projects that were just a few weeks ago on the chopping block. WTOP's Kate Ryan tells us what transportation projects are now getting funding. Maryland Governor Wes Moore has announced he's putting $150 million back into transportation this year, restoring some of the $3.3 billion in planned cuts announced just last month. For example, $26 million will go back to locally operated transit systems. Montgomery County's ride-on bus service would see some of that money. $8 million will go back to Mark Commuter Rail's Brunswick line. And planned cuts of $10 million for mowing operations and litter cleanup along state roads 
is also being restored. This reversal doesn't rule out future cuts. The $3.3 billion in reduced spending is part of a six-year budget plan. Kate Ryan, WTOP News. It's 12.07. If you're a Commanders Commanders fan, you don't get the thrill of watching your team compete in the playoffs this postseason, but you can start dreaming about the new season. And that's because the fresh GM, Adam Peters, just in from the West Coast, has been introduced after spending seven successful years with the San Francisco 49ers. Peters explains why he took the job. Great ownership group, a great fan base, the ability to start new with a new coach. All of those things were so appealing to me that really going through this process, it was very clear to me at a very early time, right when I met with Josh, this is where I wanted to be. So what is Peters looking for in a coach? WTOP's George Wallace was in Ashburn for the news conference. He mentioned multiple times a very smart person, a person that is a leader and a guy that uh, he wants to be able to work very compatible with and share the same vision. So, And that's a chance to in- interview a number of candidates. I think they do have their eyes set on Ben Johnson. I think that is he is reportedly going to interview on Friday via Zoom with this team, and I think that is their top choice. But I think that he has his eyes set on number. They've started doing a lot of work already on the head coaching search, and I think he came to Josh Harris with the kind of coach that he's looking for. And we'll have more coming up in sports at 25 and 55. And stay with WTOP and WTOP.com for the latest. Uh, Coming up after traveling weather, the final holiday shopping numbers will be out later today. It is 12.08. Michael and Son's heating tune-up for only $59. Michael and Son. Traffic and weather on the 8th. Let's say good morning to Ken Berger and the WTOP Traffic Center. Good morning, Rich. Good morning, everybody. It seems all the road closures we're seeing are reported to be in Virginia, including the police activity in Annandale. Braddock Road shut down in either direction between the Little River Turnpike and Columbia Pike. Both sides of the George Washington Memorial Parkway still shut down because of the icy and wintry conditions between the Beltway and Spout Run Parkway. Also, we have reports of icy conditions uh many areas of the uh, DMV, especially uh, to the west and south of the Beltway. This includes both sides of six 66 in the express lanes, mainly, they say, between the Beltway and the Plains. Just be aware of those icy conditions. Also seeing lots of road crews out there doing some work. So if you see one of the work crews, uh, be aware to uh, be uh, allow them, uh, you know, allow themselves a extra, a lot of space so they can do their work. Uh, you'll see the flashing lights. And again, uh, some icy conditions throughout the uh, Virginia area, especially west and south of the Beltway. In Washington, we've got the water main repair shutting down Pennsylvania Avenue, eastbound and westbound between 15th Street Northwest and 14th Street. The roads uh, on the, the lanes on the Beltway, both in Maryland and Virginia, looking okay. Not seeing any delays anywhere. Things are looking okay. In Maryland, the 270 run doing fine between Bethesda through Montgomery County into Frederick County, all the way up to Frederick. No major delays. The run on 95 and 295 between the two Beltways doing fine. Going electric to Fitzway, looking for an Electric car could try the new Subaru Solterra Hyundai Ionic.
in the low 20s this afternoon when you factor in the wind. Sunshine for you today, mostly cloudy tomorrow, just shy of 40 degrees. I'm 7 News Chief Meteorologist Veronica Johnson in the First Alert Weather Center. And right now, it doesn't matter where you look, it is nasty cold out there. 17 town at DuPont Circle, 16 in Germantown, 18 in Annandale. And we've got 17 degrees outside the WTOP studios, brought to you by Long Fence. Save 25% on decks, pavers, and fences. Six months, no payment, no interest. Conditions apply. Go to longfence.com. Money news at 10 and 40 past the hour. Here's Joan Doniger. This is a Bloomberg Money Minute. A couple of big meetings set for today. President Biden has called congressional leaders to the White House to discuss billions of dollars in fresh aid to Ukraine. It's a sticking point in talks on federal spending. But the meeting investors will be watching especially closely could be the one that will see Boeing CEO Dave Calhoun meet with the leader of Spirit Aerosystems, Boeing's main supplier. Spirit CEO is stressing the importance of working in lockstep with Boeing to improve quality controls after part of the fuselage of a Boeing 737 MAX 9 blew off a plane mid-flight this month. Boeing shares lost nearly 8% yesterday on worries the situation and investigations could delay production. A federal judge in Boston handed the Justice Department a win in blocking JetBlue and Spirit Airlines' $3.8 billion merger. Both airlines say they're considering their next steps. The immediate step by Spirit investors was to slash the stock's value in half. From the Bloomberg Newsroom, I'm Joan Doniger on WTOP. And coming up on WTOP, former President Trump won Monday's Iowa caucuses, and that win narrowed the field to three, with both Vivek Ramaswamy and Asa Hutchinson dropping out. With an eye to next week's New Hampshire primary, we will speak with Kirk Batto, hotline editor at, Na- at National Journal, to dive deeper into what it all means. It is 1213. Want to continue pushing your agency's digital modernization forward in 2024? Then think big, but start small by iterating and experimenting on one bite-sized element at a time, explains Raymond Holder, Vice President of Digital Growth at Maximus. Here's how he's seen agencies succeed at doing just that. The agencies that I've seen modernize most successfully, one, they've got a clarity of the mission. They've got a, a strong mandate and clarity of what they're trying to do and who they're trying to serve. But then two, they've got an innovation agenda and they find the smallest portion that they can break off and experiment on that because ultimately modernization happens from iterations and testing and experimenting. And you need environments that allow you to do that securely and in a bite-sized manner so that when you find the solution that works, you can then scale that without taking outsized risk. To hear more of this interview from the series Forward Thinking Government, go to Federal News Network, search Maximus, or visit Maximus.com slash federal to learn how to iterate securely and scale your digital modernization successfully. Coming up, a Maryland man accused of killing his mother is now under arrest. More news in 60 seconds. LEAD, Law Enforcement Against Drugs and Violence, is the most rapidly growing drug and violence prevention charity in the United States. By using an evidence-based, tested, and proven effective curricula taught by law enforcement and educators, LEAD's school-based anti-drug and anti-violence program empowers children to make the right decisions about drugs, violence, alcohol, and bullying. Learn more about LEAD at leadrugs.org or follow us at We Are LEAD, sponsored by LEAD Incorporated. Those headaches and stomach aches your child gets may be migraine. 10% of children and 28% of adolescents have migraine disease. Migraine at School can help. Learn more at migraineatschool.org. As a parent, I know how migraine impacts my daughter's ability to learn. Every child deserves the chance to flourish in school. 
visit migraineatschool.org. Sponsored by the Coalition for Headache and Migraine Patients. Washington's top news, WTOP. Facts matter. It's 1215. I'm Rich Hunter. Thanks for being with us. Hey, just a quick, uh, we got a couple of quick additions to our list of closings and delays. Now, uh, opening two hours late this morning, Baltimore County Public Schools and Carroll County Public Schools are on a two-hour delay. Also, uh, Westford in West Virginia, Jefferson County Public Schools, uh, they are going to... Let's see. Uh, actually, they will be closed uh, today as a result of the weather. So, again, Jefferson County schools are closed as a result, but essential personnel should still uh, report. Campaign 2024 on WTOP. The focus now shifts from Iowa to New Hampshire, which holds its primary a week from tonight. But the massive victory by Donald Trump in Iowa is still reverberating. And just a little while ago, we learned ABC News and WMUR in New Hampshire have canceled their planned Republican primary debate in New Hampshire on Thursday, citing a lack of candidate participation. WTOP's Dimitri Sotis talked with Kirk Beto, a hotline editor at National Journal, about what last night's, I uh, should say Monday night's results probably mean for the 2024 race in general. This is the beginning of the end for the Republican presidential contest right now. It's almost all but over. I mean, we do have to go through New Hampshire. We do have to go through South Carolina. But Trump's really convincing win in Iowa over 51% of caucus goers voted for him. He is blocking out any alternative route that any of these other candidates might have. And Trump is going to become the first non-incumbent Republican, it looks like, to win New Hampshire and Iowa back-to-back in a week here. So it sounds to me like you are not fearful of playing into a narrative by the Trump campaign that this is all over. I mean, this is your independent assessment as, you know, an, an esteemed editor at uh, at one of uh, Washington's top publications. Well, I'm looking at just the entrance and exit polls from last night. Trump dominated with all these different groups of the Republican base. He had a plurality of voters with college degrees. He dominated with white evangelicals. He had a majority 67%, which is his real strength of non-college educated caucus growers. He won a plurality of men, 53% of women. He even won a uh, 42% of self-identified independents who participated in the Republican caucuses last night. Now, New Hampshire does have a little bit more independent-minded electorate is not as conservative, not as evangelical as Iowa, but he's up by double digits in the polls in New Hampshire. That's Nikki Haley's best bet right there. DeSantis is hardly even competing, and it just seems like we're going through the motions right now, barring some big seismic event. I did notice that Donald Trump made some uh, negative comments about Nikki Haley today. You don't usually talk about someone that you're not worried about unless somehow I'm misreading that. You're right about that. But he was also making some very negative comments about Vivek Ramaswamy in the lead up to Iowa. And I don't know what polling he saw that might have shown that he could have peeled off enough of his supporters to keep him under that 50 percent mark. So he kind of turned up the offense here. Trump is someone who, as we know, for the last nearly decade is no stranger to going on offense here. And if he finds a chance to just make sure that his opponents are down, he's going to make sure they're down. Final question and final few seconds here. What does this mean for a general election? I mean, if you're on the Biden reelection team, you know who your opponent is. It's Donald Trump. I think Biden is really hoping right now that the, these dominant wins from Trump 
are kind of a wake-up call to his base and to independent voters who haven't been as tuned into the process that Trump is coming back again. This is going to be his third time running for president. You remember uh, your thoughts on him last time. You guys voted for me. You had me beat him by 7 million votes in uh, the popular vote. And that these dominant wins show that he is going to be the person on the ballot in November. And the quicker that Biden can do that contrast between him and Trump, I think it's the better for him. That is Kirk Beto, hotline editor at National Journal. A quick look at the top stories we're working on at WTOP. The snow is gone, but sub-freezing temperatures this morning make our next uh, make up our next weather challenge. Congress is back to work after the holiday weekend as time runs out to get a deal done that would avoid a partial government shutdown by the end of the week. And the new commander's general manager is formally introduced to Washington. Keep it here for details on these stories in the minutes ahead. A quick check on the traffic. Let's go to Ken Berger in the WTOP Traffic Center. Thanks, Rich. And those uh, sub-freezing temperatures you mentioned still leading to some icy conditions in many areas, especially side roads, secondary streets, ramps, bridges, overpasses, elevated roadways also freeze first. So, again, use a lot of caution as you make your way on those areas. We do have reports of some icy conditions affecting lanes and the express lanes, both sides of 66 between the Plains and the Beltway. Also, icy conditions shutting down both directions of the George Washington Memorial Parkway uh, between the Beltway and Spout Run Parkway. Watch for the police activity and end shutting down both directions of Braddock Road between the Little River Turnpike and the Columbia Pike. A water main repair shuts down Pennsylvania Avenue Northwest between 15th Street and 14th Street in Maryland. All lanes are clear on the Beltway, likewise in Virginia. No delays anywhere in uh, the area as all lanes are clear. Very late volume of traffic dealing with the uh, uh, sub-freezing temperatures out there. So again, be very careful out there. Make sure you bundle up and stay alert. Take an extra 20% off Marlowe lowest price, uh, lowest prices and update your home with beautiful Marlowe funer- furniture for less. Plus, enjoy 12 months no interest financing during Marlowe Furniture's great winter blowout sale. I'm Ken Berger, WTOP Traffic. And now let's go to 7 News First Alert, uh, Chief Meteorologist Veronica Johnson. Our coldest start in quite some time. The last time I've seen temperatures this low was back February 4th of 2023 when we're down in the teens around D.C. 10 to 20 degrees this morning. Later today, we'll see our temperatures climb just under freezing to about 29 to 31 degrees. Despite the sunshine, it is going to feel very cold. 5 to 10 degrees, your wind chill readings this morning and 20 to 25 for this afternoon. Lighter winds on Thursday, mostly cloudy skies between 35 and 40 degrees. Then on Friday, we're back to cold. The next weather maker, we're on winter alert, could see a couple of inches of snowfall right now, looking like between 1 and 3 inches. I'm 7 News Chief Meteorologist Veronica Johnson in the First Alert Weather Center. And right now, it's uh... Uh, we've got uh, 17 degrees outside the WTOP studios and coming up on WTOP, another data breach. And this time it might have an impact to people who actually visited local schools. It is 1222. Ring in the new year with the ultimate timeless gift, a diamond from Diamonds Direct. Whether you're ready to pop the question or celebrating a lifetime of love in 2024, Diamonds Direct can make this New Year's one to remember forever. Diamonds Direct is the area's destination for exquisite diamonds in all shapes and sizes. And our nationwide price guarantee ensures you'll get the best value, period. To showcase that spectacular diamond, we have literally thousands of designer settings from all the top names like Takori, Viraggio, Simon G, Ajafi, and many more. And our experts will guide you every step of the way with the education you want and the respect 
respect you deserve. Engagement rings, wedding bands, eternity bands, fashion rings. At Diamonds Direct, we specialize in the ultimate symbol of love, and we welcome the opportunity to celebrate with you. So start the new year with some new excitement, new hope, and some new bling. Diamonds Direct, across from Tyson's Corner Center and in Rockville off Rockville Pike and proud sponsor of UVA Athletics. Diamonds Direct, your love, our passion. How many times will you risk that dangerous climb in and out of the bathtub this new year? It's a smart resolution to convert that unsafe, ugly old bathtub to a gorgeous new shower. The shower system from PJ Fitzpatrick features a low, low entry that means no more tub hopping for 2024. A PJ Fitzpatrick shower is luxurious, affordable, and it all installs in just one day. Plus, PJ Fitzpatrick will include a free designer safety package this month. Visit TrustPJ.com for your free design consultation. With just one touch, you can listen live to WTOP on Apple CarPlay or Android Auto. Download the WTOP app and choose it in your car's display so you never miss the stories you want to know, the local news you need to know, or the traffic you want to avoid. WTOP News. Facts matter. On Apple CarPlay or Android Auto. Brought to you by Navy Federal Credit Union, where members are the mission. Visit NavyFederal.org. Insured by NCUA. This is WTOP News. It's 1224. A District Heights man is under arrest this morning after admitting to killing his mother inside their home. 45-year-old Mark Terry is charged with first and second degree murder in connection with the murder of his mother, 81-year-old Madia Terry. Prince George's County Police say they were called to the home on Brooks Drive on Sunday. When they arrived, they found Madia Terry unresponsive with bruising and trauma to her body. She was pronounced dead on the scene. Mark Terry is being held by the Department of Corrections. It seems almost monthly we tell you about a new data breach or situation where your personal information may have been compromised. Now, uh, we are learning that visitors to some schools in the region may be victims of something similar. Here's WTOP's Scott Gelman. It's part of a larger data breach that's impacting Raptor Technologies. Arlington Public Schools says it uses the company for its visitor management system. In a memo to families, Chief Operating Officer John Mayo explained the school district doesn't know what specific information was exposed or whether anyone accessed it. What does that mean if someone has my information? Like, is it a big deal? Is it not a big deal? June Prakash is president of the Arlington Education Association. She's wondering if the breach could affect school visitors who signed into to get a guest pass by scanning their IDs. That would concern me that there is that type of information and how that could be used in a data breach. Scott Gelman, WTOP News. A spokesman for Loudoun County Schools tells WTOP that Raptor is part of its ITS security efforts but didn't say whether it was impacted by the breach. Prince William County Schools says it's notified federal law enforcement but that no school district network or passwords were compromised. Sports at 25 and 55. And let's go to Rob Woodfork. The Capitals were again without Alex Ovechkin, so the defense stepped up in a 2-0 home win over the Anaheim Ducks. Ethan Bear not only scored his first goal of the season, but his first since January 15 of last year. No, it feels really good. Yeah, kind of, you know, you, f- you forget how that feeling feels, and it's def- 